Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And it is Monday, May 4th, 2020. Yeah, I drew a blank on the year. Hello. (laughs) Oh, it's been a busy Monday, yet a relaxing Monday. Um, Teaching from home is kind of getting into a groove. Uh, On Friday, Governor Cuomo of New York announced that schools in New York would be working remotely for the rest of the year. Buildings are closed. But education is still going with the same uh, rigor and integrity and fabulousness of New York as we normally have. And parents and students are stepping up. Teachers are stepping up. The entire school staff is stepping up. It's just... Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Anybody that knows me knows I have not really been a Cuomo fan because, you know, no offense. Cuomo does not like teachers typically. And the first thing he always cuts is education. So as an educator, not one of my favorite people. But I will say in a time of crisis in COVID-19, I think uh, Cuomo put his big boy pants on and he's doing a fabulous job. I'm quite impressed and... I've learned many new things. He has a daughter the same age as my daughter. Kind of fun. But anyway, um, so teaching remotely is getting into the groove. And this morning we had a call. I do a webinar. Well, we do many webinars. But uh, one of the webinars I do is Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings. And it's a resilience call on social-emotional resilience for educators and the whole purpose of this webinar is just for the emotional health of educators and it started the second week that we went out of school and I've done it I've only missed one since it started and I really look forward to it because it's empowering it's healing We've laughed, we've cried, we've laughed and cried, and it's just become a great community. And today we were sharing out and different things, and we were asked, what is our passion? You know, what's, what, but they didn't use the word passion. It was, what's the fire burning within you or something like that? And And then that was our conversation piece and, you know, to talk and we did breakout sessions and that kind of stuff. And that was the topic was, you know, what's that fire within you and what are you doing to ignite that fire and keep it going? And I'm like, I was kind of sad and I got tears in my eyes thinking about my fire because I would say... My fire, my passion is to write. And since being home and working from home, I think the thing I've done the least is write or research to write. And I'm not writing every day. And that's, you know, so, you know, we did the share out and I just put it out there. I said, you know what? I said, you know, you want us, what, what do I think my fire is? What my passion is? It's to write. 
And what am I doing to fuel that fire? Nothing. Because since teaching from home, I just can't seem to write. And so we went into breakout sessions and one of the other people in there shared her husband had written a book. It came out earlier this year, so I've downloaded that. And it's not my genre, but I love to support local authors and new authors and, you know, somebody I know. So I down bought it and downloaded it to my Kindle and because I figured it's one my daughter could read too and she's out of state, so that would be good. And... You know, all day I've kind of been thinking about that. And uh, there's another lady that she's a professor at the college and she does painting. And she started painting again because she had to have that creative edge. And she said, you need to find time to write every day. If that's what your passion is, you need to write. And I know this, and I've heard this at writing conferences. I've seen it on online writing seminars and books. And she mentioned a book that I have not read in years. And I didn't have my copies, so I um, got it on Audibles with my credit this month because I couldn't find my copy. I probably loaned it to somebody, and I'm not good. Once I loan a book, I don't really stress too much about getting it back because... You know, they're books, and they're meant to be read and passed on. There's some that I'm like, oh, if I really like it and I want to make sure I get it back, I usually buy a second copy as the loaner copy. <coughs> and so I downloaded that book, and I'm going to listen to that when I finish this other book I'm reading. And, you know, they inspired me and motivated me, and they said, okay, you've put it out there. Now you've got all of us as your accountability partners. And get to the cottage, get to your writing cottage and get writing. And I'm like, that's right. And, you know, Barbara said, even if it's 10 minutes, write for 10 minutes. And the one that shared that her husband just published the book in earlier this year, she said, oh, yeah, she goes, since working at home, she goes, my husband, the first couple weeks had to figure it out. And she goes, now he just gets up before me and the kids. And that's she goes I don't like to use the word sacred but it's his sacred time and I get that it's not sacred in a above God sacred it's just a precious time for him and he prioritizes his writing for half an hour every day because that's what he wants to do and I'm like maybe that's why I've gotten so cranky because I'm not getting the writing in and I just miss it and whose fault is that it's nobody's fault but my own because I have the most supportive husband and daughter in the world and they would do whatever I needed to make that writing happen so I have no one to blame but myself so I thanked them this morning and I said all right on Wednesday I'm going to be able to tell you I've written every day and I'm like oh, I can't get to the writing cottage today you know we worked right up until five o'clock today and we did co-teaching and it's amazing the things you can do virtually but and we planned for an adventure tomorrow so it's been busy but tonight I'm like I need to write and so and you know this morning they said you need to find a spot at your house though so that when you have a quiet moment or before you go to bed, if you like to jot some notes, you have a spot. 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm taking my comfy spot back. Like I had my little nook, my little corner of the couch that I like to write on. And when our daughter came home in March for spring break, of course, she never went back to college. Um, She's kind of taken over that comfy spot because it's like the productive spot, you know, and that's where she sits and does her homework. And so I've just moved over to my chair where I usually just sit and read. And since she's out of state helping our nephew, who's an essential worker, and she's helping with childcare and stuff, and I'm like, I'm reclaiming my comfy spot, and I've gotten some writing done tonight. And then I realized, oh my gosh, it's Monday. I never did the podcast this morning. (laughs) I got up, got dressed, brushed my teeth, had breakfast, was feeling like I moved mountains, you know, I worked from eight to five on schoolwork today. Um, I did make cookies in the middle, but, um, you know, I baked cookies in the middle of organizing stuff, you know, for the next project. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my dad called and had made supper. So I went down and picked up supper from him and came home and I'm like, all right, the only thing left on my list to do for today that I haven't done yet is to binge watch Grey's Anatomy. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I never did the podcast. It's Monday. I got to get on. So 9.30 at night, 9 o'clock, whatever it was, I did the podcast and paused Grey's Anatomy so I could get this podcast out. And I don't know if anybody else is the same way, but like, the days are all molding into each other. But this past weekend, Saturday and Sunday in upstate New York, it finally got into the mid-60s, low-70s, and sunshine. Oh my gosh, two days without rain and the sun in the sky. To say it was fabulous is an understatement. And I got a walk-in one day and sat on the deck Sunday and read an entire book from the beginning to the end, and it was awesome awesome. (laughs) And I even have a sunburn and I did put sunscreen on for those that are concerned and just relaxed. I didn't do schoolwork. I didn't check my school email. I, well, wait, that's a fib. Last night at like nine o'clock at night, I did schoolwork because I couldn't sleep and I was a little antsy and I couldn't figure out why. So I went and recorded, um, four videos for this week's lessons and next week's lessons (laughs) that were on my schedule for today, which I don't know how I would have fit them in today because I got so much done today. And I don't know. But while I was out on a walk, I took photos and the, the picture with today's podcast is a group of flowers that I took and I just want to encourage you all in the midst of COVID-19 in the midst of working, learning, teaching, um, in this new, new way of life currently, I think it's going to be our new normal for a while, but just to appreciate and notice what's around you, appreciate and notice. And you know, as I walked down the trail, you know, I noticed the trees where the beavers had been working. I appreciated how beautiful, beautiful, beautiful it is where I live. 
I appreciated that there's trails that cut between the major roads so I don't have to risk getting hit by a car. I noticed the sun shining through the trees. I noticed the peepers that were still singing in the middle of the day. I noticed the birds. I could hear the cock of the woods, the woodpecker, working hard. I noticed that my daughter texts and checks in even when she's not home. And what a blessing that is. I appreciate that she's willing to go and help her nephew, who's like a big brother to her, in the midst of her last two weeks of college when she has two capstones and a thesis paper due. And I appreciate that my 72-year-old father made dinner because he knew I'm working and doing webinars to save me from having to cook. And there's so much to appreciate and notice. You know, it can be as simple as noticing that you have running water, you have heat, you have a roof over your head, you can wash your hands when they're dirty. And in the midst of this COVID-19 and, you know, watching the different updates and the news, there's so much to notice and appreciate. So on Monday, so goes Monday, so goes the week. So I want to just encourage you to notice and to appreciate all that you have and all that surrounds you because not everybody has those luxuries and if you're listening and times are tough and you're thinking you don't have a clue I want to encourage you to find one thing to notice that's good find one thing to appreciate today and then tomorrow find two things that you can notice and two things to appreciate. And the next day, find three. I guarantee you there's goodness there. And when you purposely start looking and appreciating and noticing the good things, you will start to notice and appreciate that you are surrounded by many blessings in the multitude that you don't even realize until we open our eyes and actually look for them. So I hope you have a good week, stay healthy, and figure out ways to make memories and make the most of a tough time so that when you and your family look back, you can say, oh my gosh, do you remember, you know, how many card games we played or karaoke in the living room or whatever it might be, Um, do that. And notice and appreciate. Thanks for listening. This is Lisa. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey. Keeping it real.